Hello and welcome to the 2K Fancy Premier League podcast. We are back again to talk about Game Week 22 and we'll also have a bit of a chat about Game Week 23. For those that are counting, we're in episode 78 and we are recording this on Sunday night, our usual time, just gone 8 o'clock. We have the Game Week 22 deadline uh, looming up on Tuesday, 30th of Jan, so two days away. And then we're quickly back to back because we're back into Game Week 23 on the Saturday. In terms of this pod, plan is give a bit of a an update from the cup out, outcomes from the EFL and FA Cup and what that means for game weeks 25, 26, 29. Uh, we shall give a bit of t- key team news, do some clean sheet odds, Kev's favourite, obviously, question of the week. Uh, and then we'll look at captain mostly for game week 23 because we covered 2022 20, last time and then any of the final thoughts. And don't laugh. We are going to make this a shorter pod because there isn't much time to listen to it before Tuesday. But anyway, I've given a bit of a, da- a download yeah. of what we're doing, and I'm going to say hello to Kev. Hello, Kev. Hey, buddy. Doing, I'm good. How are you doing? Good, good. So we, Kev and I have just been uh, sharing our stories and trying to get fit post Christmas uh, <laughs> before we jumped on. Um, and I guess, and I guess, Kev, we'll find out in uh, three months' time when we meet up how how successful that's been. How won't. Well. <laughs> How would you know? Oh, because I haven't got anything to to, uh, to reference it against, so I don't know. <laughs> I could just lie to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm, wow. Yeah. yeah. I've lost twenty kilograms, man. I'm just yeah, an incredible what, shape. Yeah. What, how many pounds are in a stone? Uh, fourteen. Fourteen. All right. I'm waiting. I I I feel like you're doing you're doing doing some maths now. I just wrote down the number fourteen. All right, excellent. Love it. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's go. Short Let's go. So I wrote part. I wrote down a twenty-five, a twenty-six, and a twenty-nine, and I'm gonna take my notes and chunk them into buckets with thoughts. Cause cool. I'll say this. I here's what I know. Twenty-nine is a million years away from me, but everybody keeps talking about it. Okay. Uh I would imagine any move I make this week and probably next week will be towards double game week 25, mm-hmm. but we'll see or blank 26 yep. and avoiding that with like absolutely no thought about 29 yet. Is that okay. fair? Or should I already be thinking about 29? So jump I, into where we are there before no, you go through. No, all I, I think that makes sense. As long as you can navigate 26, so I, I think I might be one of the few people that might be thinking I free hit in twenty six and try and take on twenty nine, but that's because of the amount of players I've got. Twenty nine is supposed to be the big huge blank, right? And it's looking is looking very much like a big, a big blank. So what well, I tell you what, Kev, why, why don't why don't I just step through what I understand and you yeah, can okay. check your understanding as we go through to make sure. Well, check that I've explained it in a way that you understand, and therefore hopefully everyone else will understand. So game week twenty six. We have a confirmed blank of Liverpool versus Luton. That game is off. They are not playing it that week. They've also taken away the Chelsea versus Spurs game for that weekend. However, Kev, if Chelsea were to lose to Villa in the FA Cup, they'll which which is a replay, which is in a week and a half's time, so in between game week twenty three and twenty four. If Chelsea were to lose to Villa, then that Chelsea versus Spurs game could actually go in the midweek of game week twenty six alongside the next round of the FA Cup. 
but there might be something about the fucking TV networks don't care and it's a blank anyway. So that would actually be a shitty scenario because we might not have certainty for like right up until close to that date, right? Well, we we will we will get certainty on that. Oh yeah, you're right because we'll only know if Chelsea lose to Villa next. Uh, I guess if Chelsea lose to Villa, we'll be like, oh, it might not be a blank because they could put it back now. However, Sky or BT or whatever the fuck it's called now will be like, actually, uh, uh, uh. Doesn't work and, for us. So, and, it might, and, and, and then that might not be something we even hear until like game week 25 ends mm, potentially. So, yeah, for certainty is Chelsea win. It's a blank plan accordingly. Yeah. And just thinking through the timeline. So, so they would, if that were to happen, Kev, they'd be playing the end of Feb. So I think they'd have to announce it pretty much straight after the FA Cup outcome. Okay, cool. Because because you'd have to give the the fans enough enough warning time. But 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 the thought is, and I think it's the point that you made last time, Kev, because Chelsea and Spurs aren't in Europe, albeit you and I weren't sure Spurs were in Europe, <laughs> but we definitely knew Chelsea weren't. Uh, they're you know they're less of an urgency to get in get get their get their blank played because they they can fit it in elsewhere. Okay. That's 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 the theory. So anyway, so that's game week twenty six. Then game week 25, we know we have a double for Man City and Brentford, and that was the case last time we spoke, Kev. Yeah. However, it's now expected that Liverpool and Luton will drop into 25 for the exact same, because Liverpool and Luton cannot play in, in 26 because they're both still in the FA Cup, so they so they can't fit it there. And similar reasons why Man City have gotten that game rearranged. Liverpool are still, still in Europe, and therefore it's been really hard to fit, fit it around those fixtures. So... That's the thought, and I expect Kev that will be announced tomorrow or Tuesday is my guess. Okay. Um, and then the other one is, of course, if Liverpool and Luton go in there, Chelsea and Spurs can also go in there, and that could be announced now. Uh, now again, there's there's no rush to get Chelsea and Spurs in there, but there is maybe a chain of thought, which is right. Liverpool play Chelsea in the EFL Cup final on that Sunday. Um. Would it be fair that Liverpool have an extra game on the Thursday beforehand and Chelsea don't when you can make Chelsea play it as well? Potentially that there's a thought process there. But anyway, they're the ifs and buts, and that's 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 the big unknown. What happens to Chelsea Spurs? That is that is the big question twenty five and twenty six. So oh, anything more uh, Yeah, go for it, Kev. Well go for what? I don't even I lost you. Basically uh just focused on city until I, I'm more like once it's written in stone, I'll plan. I, I, I mean, I think you can go. I think go for City and Liverpool players at the moment for 25 is kind of the theory. I well, would say I would still wait till I know for sure on Liverpool. Who do Liverpool play this week? Uh, they are home to Chelsea. Yeah, so I don't really want to bring in a Liverpool player yet anyway. So. Yeah, you've you've got you got time, and assuming you've only got one free transfer, right? Is that right? Do you have one free transfer this week? I do. Yeah, I muted the mic because my wife brought me a nice coffee. Ah, nice. Um, so yeah, nice surprise. Fuck. So in theory, you only you, if you only make one transfer in the next two weeks and have two transfers going to free game week twenty four. By game week twenty four, you should have a fairly good good idea. I mean, by then we will know what's happening in twenty five and twenty six. They would have to have announced yeah. it. Plus, plus, like Man City at Burnley. Now, the only thing with Man City is, I think, the only benefit to waiting is obviously we don't know about Holland and all eyes eyes are going to be on that. 
Yep. And uh, just say Holland and De Bruyne are both fit. It's like, you know, what's going to happen here? Because everyone's like, oh, well, Alvarez will drop. And other people are like, well, Foden will drop. Well, fucking this guy will drop. All I, I looked the other day versus Spurs, and it's like, you could go either. You, it depends what the, you want the narrative to be. You could twist this however you want it. Like, well, Alvarez came off early for De Bruyne, so that must mean he's being dropped. Or it means he came off early because he's going to start versus Burnley. And him and De Bruyne were the ones that played the last minutes. And then I look at, like, you could go to back to game week one versus Burnley where Foden and Alvarez both started with Alvarez and Holland starting. But wait, Doku wasn't on the team yet. And Doku's back fit now, right? He came on for some minutes for Spurs. And he's basically been first choice left wing since he's come into the team. So does that mean that Foden's spot is now at a huge risk? Because if you look at game week one, when he played Burnley, Foden was on the left wing. So is Alvarez going to be in the 10 while De Bruyne's playing eight? while fucking Holland's up top and Doku's on the left and Bernardo Silva's on the right. I don't fucking know. But if anyone says they do, I just like hit the mute button on them, basically. Like, I just think if you've got Alvarez, if you've got Foden, you know, a but little more time would be helpful. The problem is if you've got both Alvarez and Foden and Holland is expected to play, now you got a situation where it's like, well, who do you drop? Do you drop? one of them for Holland because I think De Bruyne is very much worth getting. I think if you I think some people are like, uh well I've already got, you know, Foden and Alvarez. So maybe I won't get De Bruyne and I'll just get Holland. But to me, I'm looking at this game that has absolutely no premiums in it right now. And De Bruyne's a premium. I just view him as like the best player to own again until Mo and Son are back. And also I think something that that hasn't been talked about too much is as soon as the double's over with Man City, I think selling De Bruyne straight to, to Son is a great move. Like, he costs a little bit more than Son, easy one transfer. I don't mind getting rid of him later. Once these other premiums come back into the game, then I can debate who I want to do. But I think people are like, well, why would I get him if I'm only going to sell him in a couple weeks? Because he's got a double game week coming up because he's got Burnley who you can captain him against this week. And then because you can use that money really easily to bring Son in. And I'm not, I don't, I, I view sort of De Bruyne and Mo as mutually exclusive. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would like think of them separately, not like with different pockets of money, because if they're both going to have a, a double game week in game week 25, I'm going to want both of them. But everyone's different. It's a bit of a shit show. Uh, the other thing, if like waiting on Liverpool then also makes sense because we don't know what's happening with Mo yet. Everybody just assumes he's going to be back in three weeks because they said the injury is looking like it's like, three weeks or whatever, but this fucking guy's 31 years old and just had like a bad enough hamstring injury that uh, he's out for a month. And I don't know about you, but once I turned 30, shit got fucking way harder to heal from. Well, <laughs> like my, my body just does not work the same as when I was like 26. Yeah, I mean, my, my feeling is that at the moment, Harlan's above Mo in my wish list for 25. Of course. Just because I think you know Harlan looks like he's I think back it's more anyway. of a Mo and a De, De Bruyne issue. If yeah. Holland's out, you can easily have them both. If Holland's fit, do you want them both? I think I do. And how do you get them? I think it's sacrificing Saka and Watkins. I, I, I think my where my head's at because I've already got Darwin and Trent, mm -hmm. and I'll probably and if Harlan's if Harlan's back back as in like what I mean Harlan's back I mean. Maybe he gets a few minutes in 22, starts in 23, starts in 24, 
and you're like, okay, this guy's back, or you know, you're like, this guy's going to play in 25. Really co confident, I'll captain him. If I'm captain Harland, I'm like, do I really, really need to get Moen as well when I've already got Darwin and Trent? And I know that Liverpool blank in 26 because I think if Mo's back, I want him in because okay, I want him in the rest of the year, even with the blank next. Okay. I think you're. I think a third Liverpool uh, would be who I'm selling right away. Like to me, it would be. Here's my thought: I sell Watkins now. He's been blanking lately. He's the most expensive forward. There's like five really good forwards right now outside of Holland, and he's the most expensive. I know he's been a premium all year, but he's been blanking a lot lately. And also in the next four game weeks, he has Man United, Spurs, uh, Fulham away, which is not easy. And Sheffield United, I think, away. And they've been way more defensive lately. And they're yeah. not great away. So his two home fixtures where they're good are against Man United and Spurs, which is like, I know, man, you haven't been elite, but they could put up a defensive game in any week. Anyway, my point yeah. is more like the next four fixtures aren't amazing. So if I sell them now for Holland, and then as soon as the double game week's over, you know, say I ended up having Darwin as my third Liverpool, I sell Darwin back to Watkins or something like that. Like I, I'll just get Watkins back after. That's sort of where my thoughts at. But I think selling Watkins is going to be popular. Like you said last pod, you know, you think a lot of people will sell him for Tony. Uh, I think a lot of people will sell him for Holland. Yeah. I, like, why would you sell Alvarez who doubles instead yeah. of selling Watkins who's been blanking and has well, like well, kind of shitty fixtures? I mean, if well, we're going from a double week in 25 to a blank week in 26 to another blank week in 29, you don't really have the pre the opportunity to start buying. You know, extra, you you haven't got these free transfers lying around. We I'll just I'll just change my Man City player, please. So it's just yeah. it's just it's just a waste of a transfer. So Kev, yeah. just yeah. So briefly on 29, this okay. is the situation. Right. These there were two games that are confirmed in that week: Burnley versus Brentford. Oof. So that's Ivan Tony. Sure. And then Fulham versus Tottenham. That's okay. Son, and Son will probably be the captain yeah. favourite if that's the main yeah. game. Uh, Madison, yeah. And then there'll be one other game confirmed once Chelsea and Villa finish their match because it's either Arsenal versus Chelsea. So if Chelsea lose, it'll be Arsenal versus Chelsea. Or if Villa lose, you'll get West Ham versus Villa in there. They're the only three. Mm. And so so by when we go into the next round of the FA Cup, which I mentioned before was between uh, game week 26 and game week 27, we will have three confirmed matches in 29. That's it. And depending on how things fall out, Kev, there's yeah. a good chance you only get maybe one game at most added on top of that. Just because uh, of how well. just just because of how the just because of how it's fallen, how the fixtures have fallen. Shit happens, man. Um, all of a sudden one of these guys chokes against a fucking Maybe. But I mean but, but well, okay, but, but let me just run down the fixtures, Kevin. You tell me who you think's gonna win. Blackburn or Wrexham are gonna at home to Newcastle. Who who do you think will win? Who? Blackburn or Wrexham, because they're playing tomorrow night. We don't know who's yeah. won that game yet. And they're gonna be playing against Newcastle at home. Well, I mean, Sheffield Wednesday beat Newcastle last year. That's my point. They were in the fucking below okay. championship, League One. Could happen. It could happen. Like, um, it, I, we're just every year this happens. It's gonna be the biggest fucking blank of all time, and then like four of them lose to. Shit. Well, I just, I just don't think it's gonna happen because Chelsea or Villa are gonna be home to Leeds or Plymouth. 
Bournemouth at home to Leicester. I mean, may, maybe Leicester could beat... May, maybe Leicester win that one. Liverpool home to Watford or Southampton. No, the point is, there's no need to plan for this yet. Just mm. I'm, I'm probably even if even if more games were added, I'd still probably use free hit here. Yeah, the 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 game that's most likely to be added after that is Luton versus Forest. Yuck. Um, so you, you could, I, I think it's quite. You could have Tony Madison, Son, Poro, uh, Charlie Taylor, Leno, and Net, and then either, you know, Gabriel Saka. Odegaard, Palmer, fucking Chilwell, I don't know, yeah. Gusto, or Watkins, <laughs> Matty Cash. Like, I guess the Villa West Ham one's way worse. Like Kudos and yeah, uh, I, I, I think that's massive. I mean, so if Chelsea were to lose to Villa, but you, but the point is you have to build your team to that. So your three forwards would now be Tony Watkins for sure. So I'm so 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 just to, just because of where my team is, if yeah. Chelsea were to beat Villa, yeah, and then we get Arsenal versus Chelsea in that week, and yeah. I've already got Fulham versus Tottenham in there, I think I'd have eight players or something already for game week twenty nine. And in that scenario, and particularly if Chelsea and Spurs playing, sorry, that's like if Gusto's still playing and stuff like that, right? Yeah, and then if Chelsea and Spurs become a double in twenty-five, mm-hmm. I think I would just play my hand I've got and free uh, hit in twenty-six and plan for tw- twenty-nine to get through it. And then uh, how many blanks would you have in twenty-six right now? How many blank players have I got in twenty-six? Assuming Chelsea and Spurs doesn't drop in there, I have one, two, three, yeah. four, five, six, seven, eight. I oh, know. Hang on. I've added players that weren't in it. Sorry. Liverpool, Chelsea, <laughs> one, Spurs. Two, three. I look. I, I counted the wrong red. Sorry. One, Sorry. two, three, four, five. I've got seven blanks in twenty-six. So I have a lot more. I have quite a lot. I mean, you, you can actually navigate yeah. it. That's a lot of blanks. I'd have to pretty much sell all my blank players to get there. So which which so is what is like Palmer. So I have Palmer and Gusto. Trent. Palmer and Gusto. And I have Trent and Darwin. And then I have Son, Kulu, and Pedro. What? How do you have Son and Kulu? I bought okay. Kulu a while ago. I still have Son. Kulu's back at least for you. There you go. Well, I mean, he was ill last week, wasn't he? And he got banned yeah. the week before. I was just like, well, I, I was confident he'd be back. You have I was just like, spurs. I don't know how that's happened. What's <laughs> happened to my life? Dude. Um. The the other th- the the other very quick thing to mention is Saudi Arabia and South Korea play on Tuesday at four o'clock in the first round knockout of Asia Cup. Okay. So the outcome of that will be kind of coming to a conclusion just as we hit the deadline for for Tuesday. So it's worth keep. So anyone that's got Son, it's worth keeping an eye on because clearly if Saudi are hammering South Korea, or you know if the results through, then Son is coming home and he'll definitely be back for game week twenty three. Wow. Um, and that sorry, that game happens the same day as the deadline. Yeah, so they kick off at four. So assuming it do- doesn't go to extra time, the match <laughs> result will be coming in about six o'clock, which is the exact deadline for game week twenty-two. I mean, Ooh, <laughs> so I'm looking at going. If I've got Son, I'm going to have to see how that game's going. Obviously, South Korea three not. You go okay. That's and what, what happens if Son gets through? When's the next game? Uh, it'll be like a few days later, I think. So I, 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 I yeah. 
So these guys are, I mean, Son might be back soon here, but they're also favored to like win this tournament, aren't they? Mm, but they haven't been great yeah, so far. I mean, it's a bit weird because they let a 95th minute equalizer in the group game. And had they not done that, not, not 95th, 105th, so 15 minutes into stoppage time, they let, let an equalizer in. Had they not, had they won that match, they would have been playing Japan, which would be massive because Japan are obviously, you know, Japan and South Korea are probably the two best sides in, in the in the whole competition. But anyway, yeah. I, th I think they've got a difficult quarter final if they get through, like playing Australia or something. But anyway, we'll, we'll anyway, I'm obviously, I don't know. I don't, well, clearly, we don't know what the result's going to be, but it's just worth keeping half an eye on that if you still own Son. Australia in the Asian Cup. What? All right, whatever. Well, Australia in the Eurovision, you know, the, these things happen. Right. So, key team news. Um, uh, it's kind of an update on the players we talked about last time, really, Kev. So, Trippier's right. now got... Trippier... Sorry? I'm just by interrupting her, saying, you go ahead, I won't interrupt you, basically. <laughs> right. Uh, key team news. Trippier's got a knock. So, he, he's carrying some sort of groin injury. But I'm sure they mentioned this a few weeks back. So, that's one to watch out for. And obviously, he's still linked to Bayern, albeit that seems like it might not happen. Last time we talked about Ed Edison had a knock, but he seems fine. He's been on the bench. So, like, that seems okay. Uh, Trent would would he be back in game week twenty two? Looks pretty promising. He'll get some minutes, and I maybe he'll start. He came on in the cup today, um, on sixty six minutes, which is good. Uh, Robbo was back in the bench in the e EFL Cup in the week. We didn't play, but he played today in the FA Cup. He came on in the fifty fifth minute. I think I, I had him as my differential last week. Um, Madison, Kev's man, Mad Madison. He was back in the. He played in the cup th this week. He played what twenty minutes or something on Friday night, so he could well be back in twenty two. So that's that's kind of ramping up up a bit in terms of options there. Um, Gabriel and Rice still have knocks. So kind of not really seen much news on that. But then Arsenal, not any press conferences. And even when we do, I don't think Arteta is going to tell you that much. Um, so obviously we had talk about Newcastle selling players. So the, remember this Wednesday, so the 31st of Jan, is the transfer deadline window. The biggest room at the moment, Kev, is that they might sell Callum, Callum Wilson. Have, have you seen that? I stopped paying attention to the Newcastle rumors. There's so many. Yeah, he's been linked to Arsenal, Man U, and maybe Chelsea. Something like that. Oh, Premier League teams. All right. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. What he's like. Chelsea would be the best for FPL. I don't even know. That might take Palmer's pens away. Doubt it, yeah. though. Yeah. Well, well. Anyway, we, we will find out in a few days' time. Um, Kev De Bruyne looks... We were wondering how fit he is. He got another cup cameo, played 20 minutes on Friday. Do you think he'll start this week, Kev? No idea, dude. I'm going to captain him, though. Nice. Um, Would you captain him if you had him? Yes. Um, Haaland. We still don't know much more about Haaland. And then, as Kev mentioned, the Salah injury. I think last time... It was breaking that he'd come back to Liverpool to do his rehab. And since then, as Kev said, he's kind of out for four weeks. And they're now talking that, you know, if if Egypt make the cup final, which I don't think they will, because I don't think they've been that great anyway, then he'll you know, he'll be he might might be fit for that. It just doesn't I don't know, he just doesn't sound very I, I just don't think I'd I just can't see me having him from game week twenty five unless unless he starts in twenty four and looks really good. I just don't if he hasn't started by the time I get to game week 25, I'm not going to bring him in, I don't think. But it sounds like you will, Kev. Yeah. If he's back, he's in for me. 
if he if he's not played any minutes, but Klopp said he's fit to start in twenty five, you just you get him, would you? So you haven't seen him play yeah. any football, yeah. and he's about to get a double. You just go for it. Double mo, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Same right. with Colin. He's some fucking Man City extra says he's going to start, or he's or he's like with the team. I'm going to get him in. Oh right, I'm not going to captain him. I don't think. Unless it's like he's been training all week, he looks good to go. But training all week is like training tomorrow. <laughs> When's their game? Tuesday or Wednesday? Their game's Wednesday, right? Their so game we got a is tomorrow, and then various training photo bullshit, which won't mean anything. And then it'll basically be like the beat reporters type people we need to rely on, or a leaker. Okay. Yeah, I I'm gonna get I'm I'm gonna wait until Harlan actually plays before I get him. But that's in, really kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. Same with Salah. It sounds like work. Well. Who's Watkins have this week? Uh, Fixed in Newcastle at home. Hmm. It's a home. It's a home game, which oh, always. Man, yeah, you're right. Maybe I just roll then, and then I'll have two the following week. Well, I think it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. The thing is, rolling doesn't give the rolling. What information does rolling the transfer give you? It gives you the information on what happens in the transfer window. That's what I get. Yeah, you. and then I have two next week, and then or I or I only use one of them next week, and I have two for when all these weapons come back from their cups and shit and double game yeah. week announced and all that, and I just have a bit more flexibility to squeeze these month these fucking guys in. Because, yeah, because by the time we get to game week 24, we'll know, we'll know what's happened to Chelsea versus Spurs, which might mean it's, it's definitely a blank and they're going to re- rearrange it later in the season. That, yeah. You'll, that, you'll, you'll, you'll have more info on Son as well. That's the one. The Spurs-Chelsea one is the one where it's like, magic, you know, could be stay the fuck away from all their players to like, whoa, get Madison in immediately. You might have a fluke double game week here. Yeah. Definitely. Like if it, if it was like, if if the Spurs Chelsea situation ended up being the same as the Liverpool one, where it was like they're gonna double them blank right away, instead of squeezing in a third Liverpool player, I'd probably get Madison in. Yeah, yeah. I I mean I think that, that's the int- so I think I we I, mean, I didn't really talk about strip strip strategy, but I think I think the convention is going to be uh, play play double game week twenty five. Get through twenty six, and then use your free hit in twenty nine because you only get what three or four games. Although Kev might, Kev seems to think we'll, we'll get a few more. He thinks there'll be a few shocks in the cup, but I think um, oh, it usually is. So. I think that, um, I, I yeah, I think that's probably that's probably the most that's the most conventional way to play it. Another, I think. Yeah, sorry. Go for I I think I think the one that will tempt people is if Chelsea and Spurs go into twenty five as well, and then you go, mm, you know what? I just yeah. I just want to go all in on the doubles. I mean, I, I didn't say it before, but Kev, but because of the amount of Chelsea and Spurs and Liverpool and Man City players I've got, I, I'd even be tempted to even consider a bench boost in twenty five. What? <laughs> yeah, bench boost in twenty five. Even enough doublers that you'd have doubling doubles on your bench. 
and I've played as a decent fixtures, right? But the, 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 the but the logic is, you then well, it like it's someone like say like Gusto is fit, but you don't don't know pay. He's probably a player I wouldn't start in twenty five. That kind of makes sense. But then maybe I'm not sure I would because Chelsea's fixtures aren't great. But I'd be like, well, I have a yeah. punt on it because he'd be playing Man City and and Spurs. I don't think they're the greatest fixtures ever he's ever going to get. Anyway, I, I I think it's unlikely, but I am I would consider it in okay. 25 because it just gets out the it gets out of the way and then i can just focus on the first 11 the rest of the season the thing is wait your hand the, the, the other thing i was going to say is just later on in the season this there's when there's a big blank there's always a big double and i, I think the problem this year is the big double supposed to be in like game week 37 or something right uh, so you're wild carding so late you don't get any besides setting up your bench boost you don't get any like you know, ten game benefit. Like oh, you know, see a greens, uh, or sorry, a bunch of green arrows in a row since I wild carded kind of thing. You're not like two games and then the season's over. So, you know, yeah. maybe there's a way to look at this uh, to wild card earlier to get you out of your jam, and then you, you know, you instead of wild carding the week before your big bench boost, you just kind of like slowly build your bench boost after that with the free hit in twenty nine. Yeah, I mean that's that's definitely what, the way I'm looking at it, Kev. I'm I'm probably going to wild card in thirty. Cause, yeah, because so then you could still, then you yeah okay, so you build towards twenty nine, then wild card in thirty with all of those folks that just blanked. Yeah, so you wouldn't have any Tottenham or Arsenal or Chelsea, basically. Maybe. Because, you well. Know what I mean? Yeah, well, I think well, this is the thing is when you get because the double week's going to be thirty-four and thirty-seven. I mean, you're right. What I don't like about thirty-seven is you can get in historically when you get to thirty-seven. Obviously, a lot of things are wrapped up, and you see a lot more rotation of players, right. and therefore a double is nowhere near as power, powerful as a double is early in the season when everyone's got everything to play for. Clearly, the double in thirty-four could be quite good if the if players as teams have still got stuff to play for. But the other thing, my reflection on doubles is, you still want players with decent signal. You know, it, you know, if you know Arsenal had Luton at home, and I'm not saying they do in 34, but if they did, and you had, and you'd be going, oh, do, do I want to sell Saka to get like yeah. some like some like Brentford player that doubles or something? I don't, you know, some you know, or Rodri or something. I don't know what it is, but it, it, you start going, is it really worth it? And I think <laughs> you can really, really get get into the traps with that. Agreed. Um. So, yeah. So, I mean, at the moment, my chip strategy will probably be the conventional one, which is triple captain in 25 on Haaland, assuming he's playing. Um, get through 26 by basically setting on my Chelsea and Spurs players and then um, and probably sell Darwin on, on, on in that game week and then three hit in 29 and then at that, at that point I think I think I'll just wild card because as Kev says I just want to get some benefit from the wild, wild card yeah yeah um, happens first <laughs> 25 man city focus right now that's where I'm at right question of the week Kev I'll let, you, right. ponder, I'll let you ponder this while I, I'll then do some clean sheet odds for the next two weeks okay which players in each position have got the highest total bonus bps for the system for the season so it's not how many bonus points they get if you know the bps you get for every match like the underlying 
yeah, the underlying BPS, which players in each position, so on a goalkeeper, a defender, a midfielder, and a forward have got the most in totality across the game? No idea, dude. Well, of course you haven't, but we'll, but we'll, but we'll come back to that in a second. I'm going to give some clean sheet odds. So this game week, game week 22, we've only got three teams that kind of hit my list of 40 and above. Uh, I think even Kev knows who will be top of this list. Any Any ideas, Kev? Holy city. Uh, massively. 65%. I and mean, that's like as big as odds you ever get for a clean sheet. It's not going to happen. <laughs> 65% at home to Burnley. And then you have Arsenal 50% away at Forest. I mean, that's a very high clean sheet odds for an away match because obviously clean sheet odds generally drop for away. And then uh, Palace 49% at home to Sheffield United. Um. And the, re- the reason why you haven't got other teams on there is like Liverpool and Chelsea play each other and right. Tottenham, Tottenham are home to Brentford. And I guess that's the Ivan Tony effect. And I don't think people seem to think Spurs as defence as good as Kev, you might think they are. Yeah. I, know, I know you're a bit, bit of a fan of that defence going forward now they've got a few more players back. Yeah, yeah. Van de Ven and Romero, and plus they signed someone. They were really good with those two before they got hurt. And then game week 23, because it comes so quickly, we do have those odds out as well. And this is slightly different. We now have five teams in the 40s rather than the sort of the three sort of spread out. So you've got Newcastle 49% at home to Luton. Then you've got Man City again, 47% away at Brentford, which I think is which goes show there's a lot of faith in Man City defense because that's an away fixture. That's a tough one. Uh, then you've got Villa 43% away at Sheffield United. And then you have Chelsea at home, 42% home to Wolves, and then Brighton 41% home to Palace. Hmm. I will. I'll stick those on X as well because that's quite. It's quite a lot. Quite a lot of information there. But um, yeah, they are your clean sheet odds. So Kev, you've had time to think about this. BPS. It's, it's like they uh, somebody might get a shitload of BPS, but they don't ever get beeps because they're on a team with a bunch of like a ton of goal scorers, like Arsenal or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, for the keeper, I'll just go with Allison because I don't know any of those other. Leno's and big shot like Neto's and stuff with all the saves. And I'm just gonna go Allison. Allison is number four. Okay, who's one? Leno. All right. Leno has for context. Leno's got four three one, and Allison's got four ten. Okay. So it's it's kind of like one beeps a, a match or something, isn't it? Different. Kind of thing, right. twenty one in it, and and I guess I guess the thing that you probably didn't factor in, Kev, is that Beck uh, Anderson missed a couple of games. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's probably, probably, probably Ooh, what killed you there. Per game, he might be one. Uh, yeah, yeah. If it's per game, but I haven't worked that out. I just give him doing for total beeps. Uh, um, which defender is going to be either a Trent or a Poro or a Trippier? Um, Trent's being injured, so again, and so is Trippier. So I guess I'll go Poro. Correct. <laughs> we go. <laughs> so, I mean, Trippier was probably top of this until recently right. because Poro's on 470. Yeah. Trippier's on 456 and Trent's on 439. But I imagine if you looked at a few game weeks ago, because you remember Poro keeps like getting bonus points every game at the moment, and Trippier's not really had that meant he's not had a bonus point for a while i suspect trippier was top top of this list until like two or three game weeks ago clean sheets are pretty big for defender bonus point 
accumulation too, not just all the crosses and stuff. In fact, in fact, I'll just quickly go into Trippier. Yeah, his BPS in the last few games have been 14, 0, 17, 22, 0, 13, 12. Yeah. He had not keep planes anymore. He had sixty-seven against Sheffield United. That's really yeah. he's, he's. I bet I bet he was top since that point until recently, right? right. And then midfield or forward next. Midfields, oh, it's tough because you think of like a Douglas Louise or a Ward Prowse, who you know would be like the type of person that would just generate a ton of beeps. Odegaard as well, but he missed some games. But then when you get goals and assists, like, you know, it's going to just be a Mo or a Son at the end, isn't it? Because they just get so many more returns in general. So Mo's been a lot better this year. He used to be pretty brutal with beeps because of all the big chances missed. And that probably is more of what we've seen from Son this year. So I'll just go Mo. Correct. Yes. But it was, a, it was a good thought process because Mo's on top with 4 six, nine. Then Son's on four four two, and then the next one is James Ward Prowse on four three one. Wow! And then Douglas Louise on four one eight. Really? <laughs> so it's like well thought through. That. Yeah, they're, they're all the players you said, and then forward. Forward's tough. They they basically don't get any beeps until they score, and you know Watkins Holland Holland's missed so many games, but he's still probably up there, dude. Any of them forwards take a bunch of corners and shit? I can't really think of any. Uh, maybe like an Alvarez. But he's so far behind on goals to the others. So, oh, dude. I think it's going to be like Watkins, Holland, or Solanke then. Just because of goals. And, and uh, nah, I can Fuck, fuck, fuck. I'll just go Watkins. Wait, no, no, wait, wait. Don't go Watkins. He doesn't do anything else. Well, he gets assists, though. The assists don't really help these fucking guys. Dude, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'll just uh, I'll just go... Ah, uh... oh, fuck. I'll just go Solanke. Throw a curveball. Oh. It's not, not going to be Solanke. Who is it? It's Solanke's, like, fifth. He's, he's nowhere yeah, near. Yeah, my bad. I was doing goals too much with him. Number one. How, how much does Alvarez get pumped up from all his corners? I'm curious. Number one, Julian Alvarez. Really? Four, so the one, corners eight. do that much? Wait, he's on four one eight. Then Harlan's on four one seven. Okay. So Alvarez would have only just overtaken him in the last and game. The corners are still big. And then Watkins is a four oh four. I mean, yeah. Harlan would be top of this had it not been for the injury, right? Totally. Easily. Of course. But, I mean, he was he was obviously top until last game week. Yeah. And yeah. then it's and then it's a big drop from four oh four, which is Watkins, down to Kuna at three twenty, and then your man Solanke at three one eight. Yeah, you know what? The song that was a bad pick. He doesn't do anything but, but get goals, I, and he's I, not I, even first yeah. in goals. So I thought of... for a moment you went corners and you went Alvarez, you went mm, and I thought yeah. and, well, that, and, I, and I thought really you and I thought you'd then go hang a second, but Alvarez has played ninety minutes. We were I know, he's on every I know. game all he's season. Done, he's been on so many set pieces and corners and stuff. I, I, I actually thought you'd go for Watkins, which I think would have been logical because right because he's got a lot of goals and he's well, on. Well, then I just thought Douglas Louise just takes so much away from him. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it wasn't for Douglas Louise, and if Watkins taught pens, then Watkins would, would be top, you'd expect, right? And kicks. Yeah. So then, Kev. Yeah. Captain. So we talked about game week 22 last time, and we back, kind of said your best Man City player. And obviously, you're going for De Bruyne. I'm an Alvarez. Yeah. He, someone might have Foden, whatever. And then, yeah. if you really risk, risk, risky, you might go for Haaland. But then, game week 23. And yeah. I, I, what's your thoughts there? Let me just go to where's fixtures. One sec. Okay, Spurs have Everton, Palace, Newcastle, Luton, Villa, Sheffield United. Uh, Liverpool, Arsenal, City, Brentford. We're all all the good players are away. Maybe like Palmer versus Wolves. It's like a, the way he's playing, Mister okay. Fucking Multi Return Kid. Yeah, I mean Arsenal, Liverpool's a pain, isn't it? Yeah, Arsenal, Liverpool's. Well, I mean, Mo's not back, and then who the fuck would you pick? Arsenal, Arsenal. I'm not captaining another Arsenal player as long as everybody's fit because it's just too spread out. We talked about this last time. Like, yep. Socket, they got five goals. Socket got nothing. Well, they should have got an assist, but whatever. And then, you know, and Odegaard got nothing. It's just too hard to know who's where the goals are going to come from on that team. To, to Like, it's worth having them because of their prices and the eight millions is, like, such a good price to get exposure to that. But it's not worth captaining. And then, you know, Man City of Holland's back first Brentford, plus he's the last game of the week. I think that will be where people will captain. And then I yeah. even still be tempted with De Bruyne based, based on him being the only premium in the game if Holland's not playing. It's just Palmer Wolves isn't a bad one at all, man. Yeah, Palmer home to Wolves. The, the other three that you, well, maybe four, I think you kind of touched them. You got Newcastle home to Luton, which could, could always bring like, if you got Isaac, he might. If Wilson's gone, you might go for Isaac, or you might you might believe in Trippier again. Yeah. Uh, Brighton home to Crystal Palace is stupid and not a terrible shout. No, not over Palmer home Wolves or no. A, okay, not for a Man City player. No, and then and then would you would you go for Madison or if Son if Son was back? So let's say Son is Son's back. back is maybe Son's back. Maybe, but I don't even know if everyone will have him yet. Like, yeah. who, how are you just getting Son in? Especially if Holland also is fit. Yeah. Uh, and they're the early kickoff, which I never like. And they're away. Well, and, and, and Son might be tired. Yeah. And you wouldn't you wouldn't go for Watkins away at Sheffield United? I just, I captain Watkins home Sheffield United and he blanked. He's been blanking a lot, man. He's not in captain form. And they're a poor away in general. Yeah. And Sheffield United is not the, the, the shit kick team anymore are they as much as i hate to say it they're playing way better under under wilder defensively yeah so, it, so i don't expect like five goals there or even like like i expect like two one villa win so it sounds like you're but if if harlan's not fit so if harlan's oh, yeah. fit you go in harland and if harlan's not fit it's palmer or de bruyne for you right yeah that's sort of where my head's at yeah yeah and i like having the monday like captain later on. We'll see how De Bruyne plays this week. What kind of minutes he gets versus Burnley? Yeah, hundred percent. And I, I, I think later is this game. They play on Wednesday. It's Monday. It's do they have any weird shit in between with Europe or anything? No, 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 no. So then, no. yeah, I like De Bruyne here. Yeah, it's a lot of rest. Yeah, it's a five day break. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. I think Holland will be playing then, but who knows? Yeah, I think twenty. I think twenty-three is a tricky captain choice. I think we we might if Haaland's not back, we might see a bit of a spread there. Then the following week after Everton have Spurs for the early kickoff, they have City for the early kickoff. <laughs> Fuck. Let's throw another points deduction on there while you're at it. Just give them the toughest fucking schedule ever. That one's like at the Eddie had Everton. I but Liverpool are home to Burnley, though, that week as well. Home to Burnley, yeah. Again, though, without Mo, who you captain over... Who are you captaining over, like, Holland, home, Eddie had Everton? Like, really? Darwin, of course. Everyone's going to go Darwin, surely. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I, I noticed Luis Diaz didn't start today, and Darwin is on left. That could easily change. Plus, Zobo's back. Plus, I mean, Trent and Robbo are back. Yeah, I mean, I, I, Maybe, like, Captain Trent for home to Burnley? Yeah. Isn't a I bad mean, show? I mean, and Spurs are home to Brighton, and there's a good chance Son's back by then. Yeah. So, Arsenal, so and Villa, Man U, Chelsea are away. Palace. That's not great. So, Wait, I, I, I kind of feel, I feel like we're drifting massively away from twenty two. Well, I know, but I just kind of like before twenty five. You need to be thinking, what are your next three moves here, man? So, yeah, Man City not only have Burnley this week, Captain De Bruyne versus Burnley, but then they have to me, they're the captain favorites next week. And then the week after. I mean, I think 24. Week. So, like, you're probably captaining a De Bruyne or a Holland every single week here for the next four weeks is what I'm getting at. Yeah, because 25, be yeah, 25, they've got the double double home. And then in 26, you get the blank. Because we know Liverpool don't play. And it's a good chance Spurs aren't playing. Yeah. That means the only premium left is Man City, who are away at Bournemouth. Bournemouth. <laughs> yeah, man. You're going to be captaining Man City the next, like, four weeks. I mean, the, 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 the only book to that is Villa at home to Forest that week. Sure. Maybe not. But if Holland's back, it's going to be Holland, 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 back to Boringville. I like De Bruyne, man. I think you've mentioned I, I think if, if Holland is maybe not fit enough to play this week, to me, like, get De Bruyne. You've got... The only premium in the game, captain this week. What if it's next week, Holland's still not back? The week after, the week after. We just said, like, Man City are the main captain favorite every week. I I, I think you, there's no Mo. I mean, Spurs might blank. Liverpool do blank. Like, I just think you get... De Bruyne, it's not even like he's, like, 12, 14 million. He's, like, 10 and a half. It's not crazy. Easy switch to Son later. I just think... Why not? Yeah. Like 14% owned or something. Like, it's not like he's even, this could be like a huge rank boost if it works out. Yeah. Yep. All right. Yeah. What else did we got to do here? And that was it because I, I didn't I didn't call out for questions and not because I didn't want to answer questions. Well, I don't no, think we no, had any time to go through questions, but I mean it's it's kind of like a AOB really at this stage. And we've not right. talked about we wanted to talk about. Well, just transfer deadline shit. Like this it seemed eerily quiet to you. Yeah, it's really quiet. And there's been articles on it, and there's kind of like just the thought it has just gonna be I think the thought is just gonna be quiet. I mean, yeah. you might get one or two because at this stage you generally know what's going to happen if that kind of makes sense. And then you might yeah. get one or two big, you know, because 
the it's hard for no matter how secretive you want to be if it's a big transfer it's bleaked and there's something out there i think you might get and then you might get one or two surprises on deadline day but it just doesn't feel that way like uh, Fafana to Burnley from Chelsea on loan, and like Reggie on loan to Brentford. It's massive. I massive. mean, what I are mean, these? I mean, I think Wilson to like Arsenal, Man United, or Chelsea seems the most exciting thing that might happen at the moment. But I mean, yeah, and I'd be all over Isak if that happened. Like all of a sudden he enters, yeah. like who are the best forwards? Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's more exactly. It's that's the only one that's really caught my eye at the moment that I'm that seems really strong. Everything uh, else is just recalled from loan, recalled from loan, recalled from loan. I mean, I'm pretty oh, certain Calvin Phillips ended up going to West Ham. I didn't even see that. Yeah, Phillips, yeah, Calvin Phillips gone to West West Ham, yeah. Interesting, I guess. Uh, I mean that start there. <laughs> the, the the thing about that is it might bring James Ward-Prowse back into it as an option because it might push yeah. him further up the pitch again. Well, Kudus is back too, right? Like, that's yeah. interesting, but it's just not the time for them. It's Man City time, man. That, I mean, this this is the problem. We're at this classic time where we're focused on the blanks and the doubles. With and... premiums and the top attacking club you've ever seen. Yeah, and but 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 this is what happens. So if West Ham go on like a really great run and like yeah. James Ward Prowse suddenly becomes God or Bowen, well actually people Kudus like Bowen would be more who I would think. Or Kudus, yeah, they can really, really good. We'll go, Oh yeah, he looks really good. But oh hang on a second. Liverpool yeah. I need this guy. And then you go, Oh well, hang on a second, but West Ham don't play in twenty twenty nine, so we can't get any of those players or whatever. It's just yeah. I, yeah. Uh, beyond beyond me getting Holland, I, I don't really know what I would do after that. So I'm hoping. Yeah, I hope Holland is back this week so I can just get that done and then see what happens. I mean, I like my team right now. If I were to wild card, I think my team wouldn't even change one bit. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Nice. I don't know who I would change. I think I have the back five you want. Gabriel is stupid and Branthwaite, Trent, Poro. Like maybe Trippier's missing from that, but like would you rather have Trippier or Poro? I mean, Trippier's a problem. Trippier or Trent? Would you have Trippier or an Arsenal D? Would you have Trippier or Stupin? And then, then you got a cheapie. Well, but the, the, mm -hmm. the problem with Trippier is he's expensive. Yeah. He's not returned for a while. He's now got some sort of knock, and he's been linked away from the club, and he's also also yeah. been linked with ha having some uh, shenan shenanigans around New Newcastle and his wife's back. It's, it, I mean, I'm not saying any. I, all these things aren't good, right? No, they're all negative plot lines. Yeah. And in midfield, it's De Bruyne, Palmer, Bowen, Saka, Garnacho. Like maybe I'd rather have Joda over Saka, maybe, or over Bowen, maybe, but like. Coin toss. I don't know. And then Watkins, Solanke, Alvarez. Like, I mean, yeah, maybe I'd rather have Tony than Solanke tomorrow. I don't know. But, like, wouldn't be much different, man. Yeah, I think the interesting one, the only thing I was wondering is when you get to game week 25. Yeah. I'm wondering, and, I, and, I, and we purposely haven't done differentials because we did that last week. But I'm wondering if the Luton keeper might be an interesting shout. Yeah. Minsky. Just because 
you know, we're expecting them to have Manu at home, which again they could get a clean sheet and then Liverpool away, which you might have a few uh shots. I mean he's just for a bit of fun as a double double game week goalkeeper. He he's the one that stands out to me as one I'd go for. I mean, obviously, yeah, I, I don't think there's room for Alan. Allison, both based on price and the fact you might want three other Liverpool players. Free hit thing. Yeah. Edison's Edison's just bad news. And I just don't like I just don't like Brentford's fixtures because they've got Liverpool at home and Man City away. I just don't think there's any clean sheets in that. Whereas Luton, strangely, I think they could get a clean sheet home to Man United. Right. So anyway, I, I mean I think it's a bit a bit of a luxury to bring a Kaminsky in, but it's something I'm looking at. All right, buddy. Well, I mean, I, yeah, yeah. I say wrap it up. I say the last one. Say, although it probably sounds a luxury, but bringing Kaminsky in when I've got so many blankers in twenty six, I should probably sort that out first. But you know, have you considered wildcarding nowish? No, no. I just, I just think it's just too much unknown. I, I, I guess one thing that might creep into my head, and when didn't we do this last year, Kev? I might. I'm trying to work out, and I, and to, to be fair, if 29 is going to be as blank as it looks like, maybe it's not. It wouldn't work out. But you remember last year, we 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 three hit it in a blank a week, a wild card in the in a blank week. No, I don't remember. I'm sure that's what we did. When everyone else is doing, and then it 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 worked out quite nicely. Going, it, it actually paid off quite quite nicely. So that, oh, that is right. option. Yeah, I remember that. Sorry, I remember now. We did it like, yeah, in a week. No one else even considered for some reason. But, but like we were looking at it, we're like, we're so far ahead. But I think, from memory, that might not have been the big, big blank. And I think we free hit in the big, big blank. Um, but we'll Dude, see. This these next five weeks are confusing <laughs> enough, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I, but I, in short, no, I wouldn't wild card now because I. It, I don't actually know what I'd wildcard to, and you might be sitting. There's there's so much stuff yeah. that's still playing through, and I, what the main thing in my head at the moment is try and just keep one transfer over the next two weeks. I have two transfers going to game week 24, when you should have the best information to right. play to play the next two or three game weeks, and then yeah. you and then in game week by the time we get to game week 27, we will know the blanks in 29. And then you got three transfers to either somehow avoid the free hit in twenty nine, or you just accept you're going to play the free hit in twenty nine. That's kind of where my head's at. And I just, I just have that a probably a bigger head, headache than other people in terms of game week twenty six could be quite hard for me to navigate without a free hit. It's not impossible, but not ideal. But I, I think, I think it'll be fine for everyone else to na navigate. I would say it's yeah. certainly, certainly fine for you because you haven't you haven't got the same you you haven't got any spurs players well you got Poro, haven't you, you got Poro, palmer and trent you've only got three blankers haven't you uh right yeah i mean i intend it plus mo if he's back yeah but <laughs> if you if, yeah but if you bought mo in yep it wouldn't be hard for you to sell one of those other three players to get a, a field field eleven twenty six, so so you're in a nice position of you can just focus on twenty five, and then you can get through twenty six, and then if, yeah, and 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 if and and if it falls that you can somehow avoid the free hit in twenty nine without without wasting loads of points or transfers, you can you could you could even get through it. But I suspect you'll just free hit in twenty nine. It's the easiest thing to do, and you just ignore it. So it's not a week that exists. We'll see. Uh, let's see how. 
I mean, maybe Moe's not even back. He's the easiest thing to navigate ever. Yeah. Yeah, that would make life easier. If I had to sell Palmer, Poro, or Trent to not sell Mo for blank 26, I would probably sell Mo. Yeah, definitely. If you use the money, I'd have nothing built up and then yep. just bring them right back or in a week or two or after they play Man City or something. Like, let's see how bad this injury is. But I'd rather, probably rather, you know, I'd sell Mo and use the money on like a, I haven't even looked, but like whoever the, big hitting maybe that's how i get sawn in i don't have to sell the Bruyne or something yep and then i yep. sell the Bruyne for mo the week after i don't know we'll see nice right um well best best look everyone for the next two game weeks it's it's kind of weird i've been like hardly had any game weeks suddenly got two in like less than a week and it's kind of all yeah, back on us again and i've i've like watched no fa cups super boring to me just I don't know. These big fucking teams always end up winning it in the end. I get all the fairy tale stuff, and that would be exciting if it were to actually even remotely happen, but it doesn't. Yeah, I mean, you. I mean, you're right. By the time we, time. by the time we get, I mean, the the expectation is we'll get to, we'll we'll get to the quarterfinals, and we'll probably have six, seven Premier League teams left in it. And when you get to the semis, it'll be your usual sus suspect. City, Liverpool, Chelsea fucking man you kind of shit like woo who cares yeah i mean I, 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 man city win the fa cup again like i won't i won't watch that i mean if you've looked at the fa cup since around i can't remember the precise date but some since around like the mid 90s i think you can count on you you can yeah. it's only like two or three teams that have won it outside the big teams just these guys all have squads deep enough for three teams yeah, and 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 all ultimately, it's quite hard to win the prem, prem, Premier League. So you kind of want to win something, right? That's the purpose of football: win a trophy. So I just don't understand why all the clubs are involved. If it's just going to be won by Man City or Arsenal or something, right? Like I don't know. It's tradition, yeah. and 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 it definitely yeah. gives it definitely gives a financial boost to the small to know to the to the teams outside the Premier League. You know. True. Yeah. Like if you draw Man City at home. Yeah, it's it's, in it's your just home, like if, if if Sheffield Wednesday are playing at Hillsborough and they get Man City, it's like they'll get TV money, they'll get all this stuff to use. Well, actually, I thought you would thought you'd be excited about Sheffield Wednesday because Sheffield Wednesday are playing what uh they've got a replay against Coventry, haven't they? Yeah. And if they win that, they're at home to Maidstone. Mm-hmm. And obviously, that's a very winnable game. I mean, I mean we're, we're brutal. Yeah, we're still, I mean, how Maidstone? I, I mean, up my travel plans if they get far. <laughs> like, basically, there'll be an extra game I have to navigate. On well, the thing is, if if they get past Coventry, there's a very good chance they'll get to the quarterfinals because that's. A, I mean, that's the easiest that? schedule you can get. When's the quarters? The quarterfinals. Uh, that's that's in game week twenty nine. Whenever whatever date that is, game week twenty nine is March. It is sixteenth of March. There you go. So if we win that, then it'll be there'll be a game when I'm supposed to be like planning some trip somewhere. It'll be hard to do now. I mean, I don't. I mean, there's a good chance that 
if they get to, if they get to the quarterfinals, they yeah, we'll see. Be Man City or Liverpool or something. Anyway, whatever, dude. It is hopefully yeah. I it's, if a Cinderella thing happens, like tap me on the shoulder. But uh, it won't, unfortunately. It'll just be another fixture congestion thing, and then the Klops will fucking complain that there's too many games, even though they want to win. Whatever. It is what it is, man. And we've done well. We haven't mentioned that Klopp's leaving, but I'm sure you're happy about that. I think he's a good coach. I just think when he talks, everything he says pisses me off because it's very hypocritical, dude. He complains about everything. And it's like stuff he does. He complains when Man City have spent all these monies on players, yet he spends fucking how much money on Allison and Van Dyke and whatever. So, like, he complains about the, like, four teams that are richer than theirs, yet there's 90 teams below them that are like, dude, come on, man. You have enough money to spend yourself, pal, with a very deep squad full of star players. Then he complains about fixture congestion, for stuff like FA Cup, but goes off on some fucking tournament to make money preseason or whatever in Saudi or whatever. Like, I got no time for that shit. Then he tells us to shut the fuck up about Jordan Henderson and our opinion on him. And he's opinionated on fucking everything himself. So don't care for him when he's talking. I think he's a great manager, but, and I'm sure, and, and I haven't heard anyone disagree with me except obviously Liverpool fans because they're going to love him because he won them stuff which is fair. He's a great coach again, but when he talks, dude, I mean, we all got our own opinions. It just, it just bothers me. So I'm happy he's leaving with his fake. Everything is hip, hip hypocrisy, but respect him as a coach. I don't know what your opinion is on him, but it's like, fuck. Dude. I don't think I listen to him as much as you obviously do. Pardon? I, I don't listen to him as much as you do. It doesn't really bother me. I kind of just ignore it, but yeah. Clearly, but clearly, you obviously pay more attention to what he says. I, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of take a lot of what managers say as the pinch of salt because it's all the mind games, isn't it? It's about, it's about how you project it to the media and how you get it across to your players and stuff. It's all, it's all a bit of game, isn't it? It's kind of part it just, of it. It's like it irks me when he says, I don't know, like how dare people say that about Henderson? Like how dare we have our own opinion? Give me a break, man. Like you, anyway. Or like he rips into the commentator for making a joke about the early time slot. Yeah, the, the early time slot thing's being annoying. But it is what it is. It sucks. That's the one thing I can understand why he'd be upset about. Like, I, you know, I get it. But then to rip into the commentator for making a, the, the interviewer for making a joke about it. Like, come on, man. He's just an annoying person to me. And I, I like that his fans... And his teammates love him, and I like that he wins, and I respect that about him. But it's it's just his his opinion is that we shouldn't have an opinion. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? So anyway, cool, man. We'll talk next week. Yeah, catch you later. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.